Hey, this is Casey Chestnut, and you're listening to the Chattahoochee Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Chattahoochee Podcast, episode 26. It's good to have you back. It's good to be back. Hey, Caleb, are you feeling lucky? A little bit. You, I'll say <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. I don't want to be a little too forward with you. Uh, I don't want to get ahead of where we are. Yeah. But I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I'm pretty excited. Well, I'm, and I stopped at the gas station on the way home. I, you know, I bought a pack of camels, a burrito. And a bark. Yeah. And ever since then, I've just been feeling lucky. I mean, you know, funny thing is today, <laughs> t- today the pot is a billion dollars. Yeah, that's what they say, yeah. you know. <laughs> Called in sick to work. <laughs> Made a beeline for Chief Logan State Park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, obviously we're talking about Mary Chapin Carpenter today. Been waiting on this one for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is, um, I don't know, I don't, I guess we'll, we'll just have to see about how how it's received, how you guys are um, remembering Mary Chapin Carpenter and some of the uh, fantastic songs that she has. Yeah, extremely talented singer, songwriter, just, man, brings a lot to the table. Absolutely. But, you know, before we jump into that, I got to say, um, we twenty episode 25, landmark for us, finished oh, yeah. up the Brooks and Dunn episode. Yeah. How, how are you feeling? Are you at peace with your choices? I still kind of feel like I should have fit Mexican minutes in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still so good. Wait, I will say that I've been jamming Mexican minutes a lot since you brought that up, especially in your uh, little or before and after segment for Neon Moon. Man, that that chorus it's, it's just so good. It's catchy. It sticks with you. It's so good. And um, I guess if you guys are listening to this on the uh, the day or week it aired, that means last week was Shark Week. So you know. At the uh, the Gore household, we've been watching Shark Week, but also on Discovery Plus is Kicks Brooks, the stakeout with Kicks Brooks, where he just goes around to different cities in America and eats steak, and it is so good. I've I've been really jamming. Sign me that. up, yeah. Oh I mean, man, it's good. Yeah, if you well, can't, <laughs> how do I win a steak dinner with Kicks Brooks? <laughs> he has so much fun on there too. He yeah. has like the most fun just eating steak and talking to these chefs. It's awesome. He may not speak to me again after I make the pun at the table. Hey, look, the, the chips and the salsa are gone. <laughs> Kicks. We're just down to the worm in the bottle, bud. <laughs> I'm like, don't let him back in here. <laughs> I want that guy out. <laughs> so, Caleb, what do you think? Um, maybe we could do a little bit of newer than 90s. You been jamming anything new? I got a few things, yeah. Sweet. It's okay. been a minute. Got some new tracks. Sweet. I have a... Um, a handful myself, but uh, how about you go ahead and lead us off with um, some newer than nineties? Okay, I'm gonna hit this with a, a real wild card here. Um, somebody I never thought we'd be adding to the newer than nineties playlist, but okay. a song by the Killers. What? Yeah, it's a cover of a Kenny Rogers song called "Ruby." Don't take your love to town. <laughs> <laughs> and. It's really strange because, like, it's definitely newer than 90s, right. but it's not much newer than 90s. This came out in 07, 
which when we graduated. Yeah, and, true. You know, I listened to a lot of, I guess, whatever, I don't know what you call that genre at the time, whatever that was for us. Uh, pop punk, alt rock, uh, what do you... Screamo, what, scream, uh, middle all, core, all, You garbage. know, all of them. We listened to all of them pretty oh, much. Yeah. And I've never, this snuck past me somehow. I've never, you know. When and, you think of the Killers covering a Kenny Rogers song, what you envision in your mind is not at all how it sounds. You no. Know? I mean, the Killers, they're... I would. I was thinking about this earlier today. I think the Killers have been kind of on top of the um, the rock, pop, rock, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever you want to label. I don't it, know. I guess. Yeah. Like I. I feel like they've kind of been at the top since like oh six oh seven. Yeah. Like I feel like they've been way up there for a really long time. But um, so we got to talking about the Killers the other day because. On the Killers' socials, I don't know if it's probably on there, like Instagram and TikTok at this point. But um, there was a clip that they posted the other day. Yeah, and that clip being uh, Brandon Flowers. Brandon Flowers, those things. I think so. I think that's it. So he was um, he was in his green room, dressing room, whatever, before a show, and he was warming up. What was he singing along to, Caleb? Oh, it was. Uh... Oh gosh, my brain my brain's going dark. Help me here. Toby uh, Keith. Yes, Toby Keith. Should have been, been a cowboy. cowboy yeah. <laughs> and he kills it. It was amazing. He kills it. Like it's something that I didn't know that I needed mm-hmm. in my life. But I'm so glad that I've I've yeah. <laughs> heard that. I, it's so good. All it's made me want now is that I hope at some point he does like a just like a strictly country folk kind of album. Like I would I would yes. think I would really enjoy that. Like yes. I need it. Like a um I think a split EP or even like a full record where the Killers and Toby Keith just do each other's songs for it, yeah, would be. I mean, I think uh, the Killers doing like in their style, "You Shouldn't Kiss Me Like This," yeah, would <laughs> that, be magical. That'd be really good. It would actually, yeah. But what could Toby Keith do that um, that is a killer song? Maybe Bones. That, Don't you want to come with? Yeah. Me? I could, yeah okay yeah he could probably pull that off yeah maybe maybe Mr. Brightside put a whole new twist on it <laughs> yeah Sprinkle I'd a little like to hear red it. white and blue in there yeah <laughs> <laughs> man that's awesome but yeah like uh great jam like if you've heard it yes keep jamming it if you haven't heard it check it out yeah absolutely okay I've got a um a couple. A couple kind of different ones. There's uh, there will be one closer to the end that uh, is fully expected of me, but uh, we'll get we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. My first one is um, Church Street Blues by Dan Tominski. Mm-hmm. You know, ever heard of him? Hell yeah. And uh, Molly Tuttle. And um, I think playing along with him are is like a bluegrass duo, Daly and Vincent, which I think my parents are fond of. I mm-hmm. think they've gone to see him them a couple times, and I think the one is the brother of Rhonda Vincent, the big bluegrass lady. Okay. But um, yeah, so Dan Tominski, I guess, put out or is putting out a a Tony Rice record where he just you know covers a bunch of his songs. Yeah. And what's crazy about that is that. Punch Brothers just did that. Like Punch Brothers just put out a record of all Tony Rice songs, and that shows you how like influential 
he was yeah. as a musician and that's artist, pretty cool you know? yeah so it's kind of cool to hear dan tominski's version of church street blues compared to punch brothers version you know yeah that's pretty neat yeah and i had never heard i had seen molly tuttle on stuff but i had never really listened but she's got a great voice too so yeah that that is very very good let's check that out what else you got oh okay um okay um release something that comes out next week actually but there's a few tracks that's dropped from it on spotify that you can hear currently <clears throat> this is from um, Sierra Farrell. The song's Years. Yes, yeah, same. Yeah, that was my you, next ha- one. you have this yeah, one too. My next one. Wow. We get no. Now we get some matching top tracks, but we've yet to get a matching <laughs> That's, newer than ninety song added to the playlist. Man, man, write this down. Yeah. So this one's uh, from John Anderson's uh, twenty twenty album of the same name, and it's an awesome song. You know, in general from him. Uh, but she cut this, and it's going to be on uh, Something Borrowed, Something New, a tribute mm. to John Anderson dropping the 5th next week. Man, that's exciting. They're also, I've seen online that there's some vinyl releases of this, too. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. But um, if you haven't heard of her, you, you're probably living under a rock. But, man, she's extremely talented. Uh, Different style. Yeah. Like old-timey kind of style. Yeah, like native of West Virginia. And she's like... Um, just the singing, the songwriting, her vocal talent, man, like it's like a real standalone, like not a voice you hear all mm-hmm. the time, like one of those once in a blue moon kind yeah. of talents. Yeah. And also it's just like a talent that I feel like you can't really put into a box or a category, you know, right. like she had checks a lot of boxes yeah, and can give you a lot of uh, awesome songs and sounds. Like, it's sometimes like listen to like going back and listen to some of her stuff, especially from that that last record she put out. Like it's almost like you're listening to something from like the '40s or something. You know, yeah, it's awesome. It's 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 cool. Her band's great, mm. very good. Yeah, like that uh, was at the end of the rainbow and um, silver dollar, which I'm extremely yeah. fond of. Like that's a jam. Like yeah. that's so fun. Yeah, there's um. one of those tracks on there. It had Billy Strings on there. Uh, Bells of Every Chapel. That's it. That's Gosh. It. <laughs> Shreds. He he's unfair. He he's is. so daggone yeah. good at guitar. He turned on turbo one day and just never stopped. Like <laughs> <Is> he stopped. <laughs> Actually, I think he plays on one of the uh, the tracks with Dan Tominski on that. Um, yeah, that Tony Rice tribute. Yeah, I'd seen a clip actually the other day on uh, was it the Carter Vintage Guitars oh, page yeah. of Dan Tominski just shredding, you know, being a boss, doing what he does. He's awesome. It's so good. I want to be Dan Tominski when I grow up. Yeah. <laughs> It might be a little late, but a man can. Dream. I will be a man of constant sorrow. You watch. <laughs> in constant sorrow. All right, I've got. Uh, let me see. I've got a couple more here. Okay, so um, there's a guy named Matt Moran. We were just talking about this dude. He uh, he just put out a record called Heartache Kid, and he was actually in uh, Charleston playing the other night. But um, I. Went and checked out his record the other day. There's some really good stuff on there. The The song in particular that I'm going to add to the playlist is Palomina. Mm-hmm. And it's just about a horse. And it's super cool. It's That's awesome. Like, Always for it. It's like a country rock sound, sound kind of um, this jam about a horse. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. But um, this dude is a very good follow on 
the socials. Yeah, it's a good like, time. Uh, like first, like if you haven't followed us on TikTok yet, go do that and then go find this guy and follow him, Matt Moran. Like he's Hilarious. he's funny. Yeah, he's he's got some really funny stuff. Like he had a thing the other day, I guess. Um, like in the video, he was trying to like like bum a light. And I guess somebody like come up with a lighter at some point and it said something to the effect of uh, when you find somebody that still smokes acoustic cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's good. But yeah, he's got some funny stuff, but this song in particular is super good. Super good. Historically, I've always felt strongly about songs about horses. They, they're good. They're yeah. great songs. Yeah. It's good content. Yeah. Should have been a cowboy. Should have been a <laughs> wild horses. Hey, they keep dragging me away. That man, that's a good song. Speaking yeah. of uh, speaking of horses and uh, good songs, yeah. that's one of them. It's know? one of my favorite rhymes. Also, just from a phone booth in Cheyenne. <laughs> Made a promise to Diane. And surprisingly, that's not on Garth's ultimate hits. <sighs> Ain't that weird? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I thought that song was huge growing up. I think it's just he has so many hits and it's just a push. He can't put them all in one place because then you can have them all in one thing. You you yeah. break them up and you got to buy more things to get True. to get it all. You know. True. True. There's some. He's got some sleeper songs that you just don't hear that often. You know. Yeah. Like um, there's a song like I know we've talked about this. This this made like a like a huge mark on our lives. Obviously, mm. seeing Garth several years ago, but um. When he did like his little request time, which I thought was pretty cool. That's awesome. You wouldn't, cause like he's got places to be and yeah, yeah. never and stopping. He, like, played a lot of shows. Yeah. Ago, like a couple shows a night for what, like three days or yeah. something like so that. So just to stop and take requests and literally play like anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Like, he was like, okay, I'll see if I remember it. But he played that, um, that in Lonesome Dove. Yeah. And that's a cool song. This is a cool yeah. cowboy song, you know? Like, and here's a song I've never heard before, and it's a great Garth song. Good stuff. But yeah, Palomino by Matt Moran. What else you got? Anything? I got one more for you. Okay, okay. Um, This one is from a new act of sorts called James and the Shame. Okay. And the song is called Believe Me. So James and the Shame is actually a solo music project from... Uh, Rhett, Rhett McLaughlin. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him of Rhett and Link or like Good uh, Mythical Morning. No. I've never seen that on YouTube. Well, they do like, at least do a bunch of like early in YouTube, like a bunch of comedy videos and songs mm. and stuff together and have like a morning show, have a few podcasts, like oh, nice. Ear Biscuits. They're all, all their content and stuff is just good and fun, hilarious. Okay. <laughs> but um, kind of, you know, raised in Appalachia uh, and much like us listening to whatever their parents listen to, George Jones, uh, Merle Haggard, classic country, that kind Good. of thing. So like, I feel like both of them just in like listening to them on their show and podcast, it seems like they have a very similar upbringing or similar experiences shared amongst like what we experience, like yeah. being friends growing up in Appalachia. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And what's the song called? Uh, it's called Believe Me. Okay. It's got some real, like, um, it makes me think of Dwight Yoakam country Ooh. blues ballads, just the way the music's yeah. put together and stuff. Okay. But he is also said himself that he draws a lot of uh, influence, like, from people like Tyler Childers, Sturgill Simpson, gotcha. uh, Jason Isbell, and just the way that they nice. use, like, um, conventional country music as a vehicle to try to, like, 
bring new messages or challenge yeah. viewpoints that are often associated with the genre and it's built yeah. upon. And like, man, this is an awesome song. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I really like that. So some great new jams that you <laughs> cool stuff. Slick stuff. Neat stuff. Some awesome new jams that I'm excited to hear what, what you've added. And you got some more? Hello? I've got one more for okay. you. One more. And this is the one I said it's um in a way it's not surprising at all for me. Okay. So there is a band. I guess you could call it a band. Maybe just an act. I don't know. You've I, I know that you know it, but I don't know if a lot of our listeners know because I haven't known about it for very long. It's called Particle Kid. Okay. Okay. Particle Kid is um, Micah Nelson, which is Willie's son, not Lucas. Yeah. Which I think Willie has like thirty kids. Or yeah. <laughs> but uh, all another, extremely talented. No. Another one of his sons, and uh, he has he plays under the moniker Particle Kid. He he sounds like Willie Nelson. His music does not sound like Willie Nelson. No. It's like super like experimental, kind of yeah. like spacey rock stuff. And um so I guess the story okay, the song, first of all, is called um Die When I'm High. And I guess the story came from uh, during COVID at the beginning of it, Willie and Micah were playing I think it was playing chess together. And I mm. guess that was a pretty common thing. They played chess together all the time. And um, I guess Willie made the comment that um, if he dies when he's high, he'll be halfway to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so so Micah tells him, Dad, you have to write that song like right now before you forget that. That's one of the best lines I've yeah. ever heard. And Willie tells him, won't you write it? So he did. So he sits down and he writes this song it's as almost like a tribute to his dad that's kind of just about Willie Nelson's life. Yeah. Which is cool. There's some really cool lines in it. It talks yeah. about Trigger, his guitar, and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And it, his voice is, um, I mean, it, it, it is reminiscent of Willie, which Willie sings on it and plays on it as well. Nice. But what's cool is hearing that through like a different musical lens than yeah. you usually hear with Willie. Like the... You have you still have like the like the country kind of feel here and there, but um, I don't know the chorus feels like, like super dark, yeah, which is really interesting. You know, yeah. it, it it's very interesting musically. Like you've got like a little bit of like guitar feedback and stuff like that, yeah, which you know I love always. But um, yeah, there I'm gonna read you some lyrics of this chorus. I think the chorus is. Genius. He says, um, I was born in a barn and the door was wide open. I ran out before I learned to crawl. And if I die when I'm high, I'll be halfway to heaven or I might have a long way to fall. <laughs> it's so this good. It's very good. It's so good. Very, Just very good. Hearing that that um that cool like change in the feel of the mood of the whole song when it goes into the chorus. I don't know, it, it's super cool, but um have I talked about the time Willie Nelson was on Conan with his uh, Gandalf audition? I don't think so. Okay, so you guys can YouTube this. This happened when one of maybe the first Hobbit movies was coming out. And um, so they they did, Willie and Micah were on, um, they called into Conan 
dressed as Gandalf and Frodo, <laughs> <laughs> which and it, like they have like this whole bit about how Willie wants to try out to be Gandalf in the new Hobbit film, yeah. and, all this, and it's hilarious. Like That's y'all, good. y'all got to go back and <laughs> watch that. It's really funny. But yeah, that his son Micah is the one that's kind of like like playing the role of Frodo and playing guitar with him yeah, and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, you guys have to go back and watch that. It's it's really funny. But um yeah, that's my that's my final newer than nineties. I'm super excited to hear that one. It's good, man. It's good. Heck yeah, I need some new jams. Yes. Well, you know, a few episodes back we experimented with a new segment that I've I think we've both personally had a blast with. Oh yeah. And that's us trying to guess test our knowledge of nineties country uh the nineties country times and music and media and how well we know it. Trying to guess some lines, finish up some lines, give each other a line of a song, and then try and guess the the rest of the tune. I'm nervous already. We've we've done pretty good yeah. so far. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, are you ready for some more? Let's do it. Okay, I'm gonna hit you with the hard ones right out the gate. You ready? <sighs> yeah. Didn't I make you feel like you were the only man? Didn't I give you everything that a woman possibly can? Is this Faith Hill? Yes. Okay. 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 I got I got that yeah. much. You need some melody? I do. Okay, give me the lines again. Didn't I make you feel like you were the only man? And didn't I give you everything that a woman possibly can? I'll give you a little bit more of a, okay. a clue here and say okay. that let you know it's the pre-chorus of this song. The the line that you will need mm-hmm. is the pre-chorus. Mm. I'm blanking. I've okay. got the melody and the song in my mind, but I you can't know what the name the of the song is for half point. No, I can't even. I can't even picture the name well, of the song. Right take now. a piece of my heart because you've broken it. Oh. Each time I tell myself, I think I've had enough. Well, I'm going to show oh you, baby, gosh. that a woman can't be tough. So come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Take a little, little piece of my heart. Tack on. Mm, That's yeah. tough. Stumper right out the gate. That's tough. All right. See if I can get you back here. Okay. Okay. I think I think you might get this. And, and honestly, this might even be 80s. But I do think you know it. If she'd give me one good reason, I'd be gone. She ain't done one thing wrong. So don't expect me to just walk out of the door. Mm. Give me one, give me the lines again. If she'd give me one good reason, I'd be gone. She ain't done one thing wrong. So don't expect me just to walk out of the door. What do you need? Uh, I'll take I'll take anything. Uh, um, maybe some melody or uh, a hint at an artist. I'll give you the. Um, I'll give you a couple of things here. Okay. This is uh, Mr. E. T. C. Earl Thomas Conlon. Okay. 
hardest thing I'll ever have to do is holding her and loving you. I know that line. So it's the end of one of the verses. So don't expect me just to walk out of the door. Mm-hmm. Still love you, but I love her more. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. still love her, but I love you okay. more. Still love her, love you more. All right, I'm ready for another one. Okay, let's see. My brain's warmed up now. Okay, I okay. I'm, I'm believing in you here. I think that uh, this is one that I think it's difficult, but I think you're you're capable of getting this one. Okay. I wake up and right away, her name is on my lips. Once the memories start to flow, I can't stop with just one sip. Mm-hmm. Yes, I admit. Yes. I got a thinking problem. David yeah. Ball. Yep. I was like, yeah, here we go. It's no uh, riding with private Andrew Malone, but <laughs> <laughs> what, what can you do? <laughs> Let's talk about how it's just in the in the music video for that, like it's portrayed as like there's a ghost in the car yeah. with him. Like not so chill, right? I'll be honest. For me personally, I would like, hey, old lady, you can have this back. It's like, brother, I appreciate your service, but I bought this car fair and square. Like, can you please exit the vehicle? My name is on the title, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and now, now we know why she sold it for such a low price. Yeah. He thought that he was ripping this old lady off, and he's, she's like, "Actually, he's you got, have a ghost in your yeah. car." Ghost Andrew Malone's out here at three in the morning <laughs> revving this engine up. Like, dude, you are burning the gas out of my car right now. <laughs> gas ain't cheap like it used to be when you were driving this sucker. I said you like him spinning tires. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured all this together in my head. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yes, I admit I got a thinking. Okay, you ready for another one? I'm so ready. All right. So you, I know you know this song. You'll know the song instantly, but we'll see if you can guess, guess this line. Okay. All right. You ready for this? Papa drove a truck nearly all his life. You know, it drove Mama crazy being a trucker's wife. The part she couldn't handle was the being alone. I guess she... What is it? I guess she... You're close. Give me the give me the line before that again. The part she, she couldn't, couldn't handle, handle was the being alone. alone. I guess she needed... Something, something, telephone? I guess she needed more to hold than, a telephone, than just a telephone. telephone. Okay, yeah. I think that's a good line. That is, yeah. That's a good line. That's one of those songs that just paints the wildest pictures in your (laughs) imagination when you're listening. (laughs) It's like, dang, Papa went wild, didn't he? Papa had had a (laughs) nub. He never hit the brakes. He's shifting gears. (laughs) Okay. I got got one more for you. Okay. This one, I'm also kind of taking your ETC route. I'm going to the 80s. Nice. Um, so we'll see how, see how well you do here. Everything's better on the home front. Now they're meeting in the middle, working it out. Everything's better on the home front. Now. Meeting in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No more staying up all night drinking. Close. Something. Mm-hmm. I know it's daddy's come around to mama's way of thinking. Yeah. That that's Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's finally figured out. 
He's got something worth keeping. We're all yeah. fine. Okay. Daddy's come around to mama's way of thinking. And that's when, it, okay. Yeah. Man, that's a good song. It, uh, yeah. Uh, Paul Overstreet. That's a good song. Yeah, that, Paul Overstreet. Like, that even like right. before being a kid and hearing that before, I really picked up on lyrically what's happening in the song. Just like the musical beat of it is just like, yeah. Real snap your fingers, <laughs> catchy thing. Daddy's come around. That's good. All right, I got one more for you as well. I'm ready. This one, I'm gonna knock out of the park. I maybe. think you'll, uh, I think you'll get this one. The way the plants are dying, you'd swear it's fall. Looks like, looks just like autumn up and down the hall. So I give you the first half of that verse. All the plants are dying up and down. I'll give you the next line. Okay. And I talk to them, baby, like you're supposed to do. Oh, this is in my brain somewhere. I know it. I know it is. Oh, this is a this is a Randy Travis song, isn't it? It is. Before you kill us all, baby, come back. Mm -hmm. And I talk to them, baby, like you're supposed to do. <laughs> my favorite line in that is the goldfish is floating at the top of the bowl. It's like, but it's not hard to take. You can't take care of a goldfish. Like somebody get him some help. <laughs> so it's, and I talk to him, baby, like you're supposed to do, but they're tired of hearing how I'm missing you. <sighs> yep. And I know I had it coming and it's all my fault. Baby, come back. I'll let down Randall there. Missed that one. <laughs> Sorry, Randy. <laughs> Man, that that's fun. That That's a brain exercise. Right it, yeah, it really is. Because, I like, like with, you know, if you heard it, it's very easily for your brain to piece together the lyric because you have the music with it, the melody to carry it. You'd be like, yeah, I know the words to this song front <laughs> and back. But when you just hear it out of out of context, a line or two, you're like, that's buried somewhere in my brain. I know it is, but what actually is it? <laughs> it's like, like with the Faith Hill song. Like, I know the sounds of this yeah. song. I can't place any of the words yeah. or the title of it right now. But I've heard that these sounds are like deep within my subconscious yeah. somewhere. <laughs> They're part of me. <laughs> it's in my DNA. <laughs> man, man, that's that's fun segment. Are you, you feeling ready? You feel lucky? I, I do feel. Um, I would say I'm feeling kind of lucky. Okay. Here. Okay. So yeah, we like Caleb said earlier. We have been. Um, we've been. We've had this one on the radar for a while, and we're pretty excited to talk about Mary Chapin Carpenter. Very. <laughs> so let's let's uh, let's expound on that a little bit. You want to? Yeah. A little life and times of. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into it. So, so Mary Chapin Carpenter was born and raised in Princeton, New Jersey, and which I learned a lot about oh, Mary Chapin yeah. Carpenter that yeah. I did not know. Very yeah, she kind of flew under the radar a little bit, I yeah. feel like, in the 90s. Yeah. So, you know, she's the daughter of a Life Magazine executive, which was news to me. She spent two years of her childhood in Japan, which, where her dad was launching the Asian edition of Life, also news to me. Her... Mom had begun to play guitar during the folk explosion of the early 60s, and she gave her a guitar when um, when she started getting interested in music. Mm -hmm. 
So she played music during her high school years, but she didn't actively pursue it as a career. In 1974, her family packed up and moved to Washington, D.C., where she started becoming involved in the city's folk music scene. Which, you know, when you go back and listen to this stuff and you listen to, like, her later stuff, it starts to make a little bit more sense. Yeah. Like, like her, I guess, her upbringing and stuff like that. But, um, because you only hear so many songs on the radio, you know? Yeah. She's got a deep catalog of stuff. That, Ton. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so after she graduated from high school in the mid-70s, she spent a year traveling Europe. And when she came home, she enrolled at Brown University, which I guess means that she's a genius. Yeah. I could have guessed. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, she was an American civilization major. So, you know, she graduates college and dives deeper into the Washington area folk scene. She started performing a mixture of originals, contemporary singer, songwriter material kind of stuff, and some pop covers. She meets guitarist John Jennings during the early 80s, and the pair began performing together, which, you know, that's a match made in heaven, if yeah. you know her, the guitar sounds on her stuff. Yeah. So they made a demo tape of their songs, and they sold it at their, at their shows, you know. Well, this tape ended up at Columbia Records, and the, the label offered Mary Chapin Carpenter an audition. As they should. As they should. And by early 1987, Columbia had signed her as a recording artist, and her first album, Hometown Girl, was released that year. So then Hometown Girl and its follow-up, which was uh, State of the Heart, came out in 1989. Uh, It earned her a pretty dedicated following as she had two singles that kind of broke into the top ten there with Never Had It So Good and Quitting Time. Uh, country radio, you know, kind of being the way things work, was yeah. kind of hesitant to play some of her, uh, what they deemed soft, folky, feminist material. Yeah. But she received good reviews and airplay on, you know, sometimes some more progressive country stations as well as college radio. Uh, Shooting Straight in the Dark would come out in 1990, and that's when you kind of started to see a turn of the tides for people realizing who Mary Chapin Carpenter was. Right. Uh, great success with that when she released Down at the Twist and Shout, a very popular Mary uh, Mary, Mary song. A number two single, right on the cusp of being a number one. The album sold well, setting the stage for her breakthrough album, 1992's Come On, Come On. And this album, man, this one is loaded oh, down with hits, front yeah, to back. Absolutely. So this one kind of s- signaled a little bit of a change in her direction. Uh, they were still songs of a folk, like a folkish nature i guess you would say um but she felt freer and more loose i guess in a honky-tonk in the country rock setting playing songs which it worked out well for her because it got her a ton of hits uh yeah songs like passionate kisses i feel lucky uh he thinks he'll keep her Mm -hmm. and just on and on down the list throughout the early 90s absolutely her fifth album, 1994, Stones in the Road, concentrated on, I guess, you know, more country folkier variety that she was used to, uh, but still a huge success, selling over a million copies within its first six months of release. Dang. And the album's lead single, Shut Up and Kiss Me, became Carpenter's first song to climb the country billboard charts and be a number one hit. 
It's a great song. And also won her a Grammy for Best Female Country Performance. Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> kind of a big deal. <laughs> you know, going back and listening to her stuff throughout the 90s, a surprising amount of 12-string guitar. Did you pick yeah, up on that, too? A little bit. A little bit in there. Like, like this is... Here and there. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I guess it um, it's time for us to go through some of our top tracks. Some of these were easy for me, but the last couple spots were um, a little more difficult. Yeah, it. Uh, I'd say that top three is when it started to get kind of tight for me and figuring yeah. out what I wanted to place there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if you're uh, if you're new to our show, we usually have, which we did make the exception on the Brooks and Dunn episode. You got to do what you got to do. But um, usually we we will have five top tracks a piece, and we will have three honorable mentions a piece. We're going to go back to that format with this episode, and um, yeah, this is going to be fun. I'm excited for this one. I've been waiting for a hot minute for this. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'll go ahead and say too that. Um, I discovered some songs that I did not know previously yeah. that ended up likewise way up there, way up there for me personally. So, what do you think? You want to go first? You want to lead off batter here? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll kick us off. Also, I got to say, I love the amount of baseball terminology we use to <laughs> never ever watch watch any zero baseball. Zero. None. <laughs> I watched my son play T ball. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I haven't watched MLB since I was like. I don't know, a child. And like, I always have this problem of like, I just got a fat head. So like the only hats that I can ever find to wear that fit me appropriately mm. are fitted caps because adjustable hats aren't big enough. Yeah. Stretch fit hats. Yeah. Just feel like you're cutting circulation off to my brain. <laughs> so we're fitted hats of any variety that I can find in my size. And cause I have a fat head, you can't find big sizes. <laughs> so I'll just end up with like random teams. They're like, Oh, you like the, uh, the raise a, I'm like the who, like I just, I'm just, it's just a hat, man. Like, I don't know. So, yes. Uh, yeah. Yep, yes, sure, yeah. I do. They play a good, a mean ball, let they're, me tell you. They're a good ball team, I'll tell yep. you. <laughs> they take, uh, they do the thing, they run the bases, they uh, swing the sticks. Wow. Baseball definitely has the best hats to be the most boring sport yeah. of all time Amazing mascots. Amazing mascots. Great mascots. A boring four hours. <laughs> it's long, man. It's It's long. It's long. It's kind of like watching NASCAR, you know. Yeah. It's um, it's exciting for like the last few laps. Yeah. In the same sense, like baseball is exciting, like when somebody does something really cool. But yeah. like a lot of it, it feels just like feel or waiting know? for things <laughs> to. <know>? Yeah. <laughs> We're getting there any minute now. Man, no, no baseball, um, aficionados come at us, or you can. We don't care. Yeah, sorry. Send us some cool sorry. hats, you know, Send whatever. Us, yeah, definitely. <laughs> if you got the hookup for some sweet um, fitted or non-fitted snapback, whatever, if you've got some cool hats, send them our way. We'll yeah, wear them. We'll wear them. We will. That'll be our favorite team. Yeah. Are, are you so passionate about your team that you will buy us a hat? Yeah. That's, that's my new favorite team. Yeah. We're waiting. Colorado Rockies, why not? Sure. Personal favorite <laughs> there for a while was the Carolina Mudcats. That's a good one. <laughs> Minor league teams—that's where the good the good mascots are. Yeah, I, I still want a um, a Charleston Dirty Birds hat. Yeah, <laughs> they've been a lot of things. 
Yeah, the alley cats. I've... Alley cats, the power. Yeah, that's the most. That's the worst. Yeah, that's it was the worst. Worst name for a team ever. Alley cats is much cooler. Baseball, big baseball guys. Big big, here. big baseball guys. Anyway, going to the champion cup. Uh, yeah, <laughs> here we go. All right, all right. Starting off, some honorable mentions for Mary Chapin Carpenter. Number eight for me, Quentin Tom. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Uh, the third single to drop from the album State of the Heart, peaking at number seven on the charts. Um, very bluesy, uh, folky track with some like country sounds sprinkled in here and there. Yeah. Killer guitar solo. Love that. And her voice and her voice and the backing vocals and the melody for the way it's arranged on the chorus is just it just makes the track for me. That's where it really comes together. Heck yeah. Yep. So if you never checked out Quitting Time. Add that one to your list or find it on the Chattahoochee Top Tracks playlist. Y'all's really got to get on that. It's so good. It just keeps getting better. Hours, too. hours of great times. It's It just keeps getting better. All right, first honorable mention for me, my number eight, Going Out Tonight. Okay, yeah. This song sounds like it could have been a Roseanne Cash song. Yeah. It is just so... It's so simple, but like it's so good at the same time. Like the acoustic riffs in this song are so catchy. Yeah. Like it, so much so that like I think the verses are like the best part of the song. Mm -hmm. It's just so catchy and like vocally, like she's not doing anything, having to do anything crazy, which I think is awesome, you know. But yeah, going out tonight, it's just got that little. Dun, 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 dun. It's good. It's good. If you guys haven't heard it yet, you'll have to just go to our playlist and find it. But uh, yeah, I'm, I've been really digging that one. It's a good track. Yeah. Okay, number seven for me. Hopefully you don't throw any passionate fists, but it's passionate kisses. Ooh, number seven, you said. Yeah, number seven. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's, that's a little surprising. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. No. This one was actually um, originally written and released by artist Lucinda Williams in 89. I didn't know that. And uh, Carpenter would find success with the song when she released it as a single in 92 with the going all the way to number four for her on the charts. And last year, even it was also ranked uh, in Rolling Stone as one of the top 500 greatest songs of all time coming in at number 437. Really? Yeah. Well, would you look at that? Yeah, Dang, man. <laughs> And it's all in it at number seven yeah. on your list. Imagine that. <laughs> this is crazy how the things work. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, but I will say one of the biggest appeals for me to this song is just like a nostalgia appeal is that I think this song just sounds like the 90s. Oh, yeah. Does that make sense? Like it yes. just sounds like it is from, 90, from 1990 to the year 2000 wrapped up in a song. Like, yeah. The the guitar riff, the tone string guitar. Yeah. Um it the riff sounds like it could be in any ninety song of almost any genre, like alternative rock. Yeah. Like like it just fits into a lot of things. Yeah. And the snare even has that vibe to where it could be like it kind of sounds almost like a punk sounding snare. Yeah. I'm just like, man, this this sounds like any sound I would have heard if I turned on the radio in the nineties. Right. Big fan. Right, yeah. I totally agree. You can hear, like you said, like the, like the rock influences. 
Yeah. They come through heavy on this song and several more songs of her big ones, but um yeah. And it's number seven. Number seven. Number seven. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hang on, he's leaving, y'all. He's just okay. walking out now. <laughs> okay. So this one's a this one's a little bit of a wild card for me. I will say that I was not uh, privy to this song. I didn't know about it until recently, and I'm so glad now that I have discovered it. Mm-hmm. How do? How do? Have you heard this yet? No. Oh my gosh, you're gonna love it. I'm excited. It is. Uh, it's such a weird song, but it's. I mean, the lyrics are great. The lyrics are awesome. It. It has like these like ridiculous music breaks in it, and um, there's a really good guitar solo. I don't think the song technically has a chorus, mm-hmm. but like like the story is that this lady is talking to this dude from Texas, and um, you know she's telling him you know he's a long way from the Lone Star State, and she's like she's kind of like speaking like French to him uh-huh. here and there. And it's just, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of like a funny exchange. It's kind of like, it's a really light song, but like just imagining all this go down as a conversation. Yeah. Kind of cracks you up a little bit, but like, I don't know it musically. It almost reminds me of like a Marty Stewart song or something. like yeah. that. I don't know. It, it's got like that kind of like a quick rockabilly feel to it. Yeah. But yeah, how do? It's a very good song. You're gonna you're gonna really enjoy it. Excited. Okay, moving on to my number six. Okay, from the 1992 album "Come On, Come On," the bug, the bug, the bug, the bug. Did you come across this one? I did not. Not yet. No, this one surprisingly only made it to number sixteen on the charts. Actually, a cover originally released uh, by the Dire Straits on one of their their last studio album, I think. That is weird. It, it's such That's a so random cool. crossover cover, but it's it's catchy. It's relatable. It's just a good jam. But, you know, sometimes you're the windshield. Sometimes you're the bug. <laughs> and she must play baseball, too, because there's she, even, she calls back a reference to sometimes you're the Louisville slugger. Sometimes you're the ball. <laughs> Big baseball lady, you know. <laughs> the bug. Yeah, if you never spun that one, it's uh, it's surely worth your time. And you have one more honorable mention, yeah? I do. Okay. I do. And uh, that song being, this is a song that I remembered as a um, as a child, but I had forgotten about until I went back and listened. Okay. I take my chances. This is a good. This is a good song. I take my. There's there's some good lines in here. Let me just uh, read a little bit of a verse here. Okay. I thought this was really cool. Okay, so she says, I sat alone in the dark one night, tuning in by remote. I found a preacher who spoke of the light, but there was brimstone in his throat. That's such a good line. That's a really good line. It's so good. He'd show me the way, according to him, in return for my personal check. I flipped my channel back to CNN, and I lit another cigarette. I take my chances. I take my chance. I wonder if that's out of the same pack that she bought at the the gas station when she got the burrito and the barks. Probably. Probably. She probably, $11 million, she probably has a lifetime supply of burritos, <laughs> barks, and cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Chapman Carpenter 
brought to you by Bark Tribute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's a good song. There's, it's one of those songs like it has more lyrics than you expect it to, you know? Yeah. Like, and I think she has several songs like that where you're like, like, okay, there's another verse. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's where, go. Where's this going? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Sweet. But yeah, like it, it's um it's a cool song. It's a well-written song. And um I don't know, I, I like her vocal delivery on this song too. Yeah. Cool. She she's so talented. Very much. And too, and just like I watched um just like an interview with her too where it was kind of like a Q&A where people in the audience got to talk to her and oh, ask her nice. questions. I mean, she just seems like one of the literally the coolest, most down-to-earth, yeah. nicest, most humble people when interacting with her fans and stuff like she's just great that's cool that's cool does she still does she still play live yeah man we need to try to find her somewhere that'd be that would be one to check off the list for real absolutely it would well speaking of such things before we break in to the top five yeah checking things off the list are we going to see reba we're surely going to try. Yeah. We got to try. We got to try to see Reba. The tickets are so expensive. I haven't looked it's, yet. You don't want to see. Is it hurtful? You don't want to see. If, if anybody I... wants to sponsor us with uh, Reba tickets and baseball hats, you know, we're, our DMs are open. Yeah. Could, <laughs> let's, you have to tell me a dollar amount, but could a single mom that works two jobs and loves her kids and never stops, could she afford to go see Reba? <laughs> Not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> Reba, come on now. She may be able to. Those kids ain't going. Uh, no. Her husband. Well, he we knows. already said single mom works. No. She ain't going. No. I hate to break it That's to her. That's mammals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mammal might have to pitch in on this one. She really wants to go. <laughs> yeah. But we got to find a way. Just like Mammal, she's got gentle hands in the heart of a fighter. I got to go see her. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy yeah we we totally got to try to go see yeah. Reba but um okay so we're I uh, guess what are we breaking in in the top five we're here? breaking in the top five you want to you switch off here you want to sure go sure. for it yeah I'll switch it here <laughs> <laughs> okay so it's funny. I mean, it's funny you should ask, Alan. It's, it's funny that um, you should mention Reba because this this will all tie in here in just a second. Okay, so my number five is he thinks he'll keep her. Oh, so good. So the song to me, I think okay because you know how we just like I guess last week we uploaded the. Um, the slide where you can make your own story to Neon Moon, mm-hmm. right? Okay, and you guys know how we love to do this. We love to connect songs and that weren't previously connected and stuff like that. Yeah. So, okay, I think He Thinks He'll Keep Her is an alternate ending to Reba's Is There Life Out There. I, yeah, I can totally see that. So, I, you I know, can see those vibes. In, um, in Reba's video and song and everything she's you know she's good she's happy where she's at but she just wonders she's just wondering she about just it wonders is is there life out there you know she's just wondering but um you know in this song a mary chapman carpenter song she goes for it she's like all right guys 
I'm out. See ya. Peace out. Later. She, she, she's all like, I don't need any more accidents in my life. And she just goes. <laughs> <laughs> she is out. She's like, see Chris out. Y'all can figure it out on your own. I have, uh, I have changed my mind about how I feel about this man and this family and I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's yeah. a kill keeper, but he is very wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Kudos to you. You kept saying, I want to work this sound body in. And I was like, how's he going to do it? And lo and behold, you've done it. <laughs> uh, she's, she is gone, man. But yeah, the song itself, very good song. Yeah. Very good song. It's another one of those like, like okay, this has a lot of verses. Yeah. But which I think is cool being like a radio hit. Yeah. You know, because it's one of those things with any kind of radio, there's kind of like a, like a, I don't know, like a formula to what they want their songs to sound like and how long they need to be. Yeah. And there needs to be like the the climax here and the soft part here. You know, that's going to be with like any kind of music really with a radio station. And she's like, actually, you know what? I had two more verses and I, I'm going to sing them, and you're not going to yeah. stop me. Nope. I'll take my I'm Mary Chapin Carpenter. I do what I want. <laughs> well, that's that's convenient because that's my number four. Is it really? Yeah. Well, would you look at that? Yeah. But yeah, I can totally pick up on the vibe you're saying that that reminds you of Is There Life Out There? And in case no one picked up on what the soundbite's from, would you like to share? That is from Reba's Is There Life Out There video, Yeah, which is basically a... Um, a small movie. All 90s country music videos like tried to be a movie in three minutes, I feel like. Yeah. Like, they really pushed for it. Reba had some great ones, too. Great yeah. videos. And most of them are like movies. Like her 90s stuff yeah. is like really theatrical and it has set her a up real for some, plot. Some great performances. I mean, have, have y'all seen Tremors? I mean, come on. <laughs> One of the best movies the 90s gave us. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that... um. That one was, you know, co-wrote by Mary Chapin Carpenter herself. And also co-wrote on that was uh, Don Don Schlitz, who also, as we know, spoken on before, uh, has a hand in some songs like The Gambler, Deeper Ooh. Than a Holler, uh, several of the uh, Judd songs. Yeah. And more recently, I learned one of, one of my favorite radio jams that comes along randomly and that we mentioned in finish the lyric um paul overstreet's daddy's come around nice that's how i ended up landing on that when i was like that's a good curveball maybe like, yeah <laughs> okay uh breaking into the top five number five for me is down at the twist and shout i still feel like that's kind of low you think really it feels a little low for me oh. I'm sorry. I feel like I've made mistakes. <laughs> this one came out in 91 from the album uh, Shooting Straight in the Dark. Yeah. A number two hit on the charts. Could have been a number one, I feel like. Should have. Yeah. It's a very catchy uh, Cajun back beat jam with a lot of instruments and inspirations from that sound. Uh, but based on apparently an actual venue that's in Maryland called The Twist and Shout. I did not The inspiration know that. drawn for that. Uh, but I'll say if there's one thing this song makes me want to do, it's dance to a band from Louisiana. Tonight. Yeah. I mean, 
How could you get down the fiddle, get down the bow, you know? (laughs) Shoes off, thrown on the floor. (laughs) Possum in a sack. BRB be dancing in the kitchen. (laughs) But also, you can also find this song as a cover on Chipmunks in Low Places. Nuh-uh. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I bet it's I bet it's good. <laughs> I bet it's a I bet it's a tough listen front I, to back. Yeah, <laughs> they're way up there. So that's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. Okay, number four. You want me to go number four? Yeah. So my number four is a song that you have already mentioned. Okay. Passionate kisses. We're a few, about three spaces apart there, yo. Passionate Kisses. This song, like, I don't know, this song, it, it's a little comical, like, going through, like, reading through the lyrics. Like, she's talking <laughs> about, like, like I should deserve, like, all these, like, really normal things that a human needs to survive, but yeah. also passionate kisses from you. Yes. <laughs> you know? You just to sprinkle that on top. That'd be the, <laughs> uh, the best. Passionate kisses. Dun, 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 dun. This song, I think... You could, and me, me and Kelsey just recently went back and watched Dumb and Dumber for the like the billionth time on Netflix. Uh-huh. And you know, like the whole montage scene where they're on, like where they're just like traveling and they're on like the little moped. Yeah. You could easily sub this song for the song that's in there. You could. And it, like it would not <laughs> it change would, anything. It would work so well. It sounds so 90s and so like, I don't know. So twelve string. There's yeah. so much twelve string going on. I mean, not it in works. a bad way. It's just no. It works for this so well. It's it's cool. It's it's very, <laughs> very very nineties. But um, yeah, you could easily drop this into that that whole moped scene in the background, and it's gonna be completely normal. Yeah, it fits. I can see it. It's playing in my head. Yeah, that's a good listen. I like this song a lot. Moving right well, along. keeping the trend, my number four is one that you've already mentioned. Okay. He thinks he'll keep her. He thinks he'll keep her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, co-written by Mary Chapin Carpenter and Don Schlitz, who we've spoke on before, of having a hand in songs like uh, The Gambler, Deeper yeah. Than a Holler, some of the Judd's biggest hits, and more recently, a song that I used for our Finish the Lyric, Paul Overstreet's Daddy's Come Around. Daddy's come around the malls with me. Man, this song goes. I'm a big fan. I feel like we've talked about Paul Overstreet a lot. Yeah. Like a whole lot as a writer. Well, we're getting a little nervous. We're getting into the top three. We are. There's only so much more to go around. Yep. Yep. I've... um... I think I know what your first two are going to be, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay. I'm not 100% sure. You don't know me. (laughs) I don't need any more mistakes in in my my life. life. (laughs) (laughs) Just paste that together with that and directly into a scene from Tremors where she just cocks a shotgun. (laughs) (laughs) Mistakes mean Tremors. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right you want me to go you want to go um i'll tell you we'll switch it here i'll go i'll go from go for it yeah. number three number three for me not too much to ask okay i did not see that coming 
No? Not, I did not really. See it I'm surprised if this isn't, I'll take it this is not on your list then. It's not. Wow. Okay. It's not. Yeah. yeah I'm not. I might regret this after going and listening to it. But. Yeah, I'm. I'm really surprised. So, second single from "Come On, Come On," a duet with the pickup man Joe Diffie. What? Yeah, right. yep. I've made mistakes. You've made a few. This one being one. <laughs> I've made mistakes. Yeah. Um, a number fifteen on the country music charts was also nominated for country music collaboration of the year in 1992. Okay. And okay. when you hear this song, you'd be like, man, how did anything beat this out? Like, they sound awesome together. They kind of do, like, maybe a little less traditional duet where they're just, they're trading lines back and forth and sing the choruses together. Yeah. But they, it's like one of those people, like, you never would have guessed hearing them individually, but they sound amazing together. Like, spectacular. I'm very excited to hear this. Yeah. But would you like to take a guess at what other country music collaboration might have beat them out in 1992? 92. I will give you one of the artists. Okay. Travis Tritt. Marty Stewart. Uh-huh. Guess the what song? Whiskey ain't working anymore? Yep. Oh, well, that makes yep. sense. Yeah. It makes yeah. sense After now. I read that, I was like, okay, I can understand. I get it now. Yeah. But in all researching for this, I found out that a man by the name of David Brown of Entertainment Weekly, the review he gave this was, delicate acoustic ballad that doesn't set off as many sparks as the collaboration promises. Interesting. And I'd like to say to him, how dare you? (laughs) Who do you think you are? What gives you the nerve? What gives you the right? (laughs) Yeah, they're the song musically and their vocal combination is amazing. And David Brown, if I see you out in the streets, I will (laughs) I will say again to you, how dare you? You can count yeah. on me waiting for you in, in the, the parking lot. <laughs> I'll say that your reviews, you know, that just doesn't set off as many sparks as <laughs> as what I was promised. So, <laughs> but yeah, like one of my favorite lines in that in the first verse is, "If I was not the first, just say I'll be the last." It's too much to expect, but it's not too much to ask. Ooh, yeah, it's, Ooh, that's a good that's a good rhyme. You'll really dig this when you yes, hear. Yes, I guarantee I will. What are we looking at for number three for you? Number three for me. Down at the twist and shout. Yeah, this song is a ride from beginning <laughs> to end. It is musically, lyrically. There is a lot going on. There's a ton going on in the lyrics. I don't know yeah. how she. This is one of those songs where I don't know how, as a performer, she keeps track of. Yeah, what's I don't happening. know how she does it. It's like it's so fast paced, and there's so many lyrics. It's it is a ride from beginning to end. It's like I feel like it was. I wouldn't be surprised if um <laughs> if Buck Owens like produced on this track. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what. <laughs> Okay, there's a lot of accordion. Like I like it made me wonder like at her live shows, like how do they cuz you know she has to play it cuz it's a huge song. Yeah, a big part of her repertoire. Now, does somebody in her band have to double as the accordion player? Or do they have a dedicated accordion player for this song? Like how do you pull that off? Some guy that works like 4 minutes every night and makes like 300 bucks. He's the like, merch guy. Yeah. 
Yeah. So he just sets up a sign. Like, I'll be right back, y'all. Hang on. <laughs> Must be able to count inventory. Must be able to handle cash. Must be able to <laughs> play accordion. I must. <laughs> Experience required. <laughs> yeah, we're having tryouts for accordion slash merch guy. <laughs> Somebody out there has been waiting their whole life for that gig, and they got it. <laughs> yeah, that's a great song. It's so much fun. It's it's such a fun fun song. Okay, number two. Um, here we go. Sorry, not sorry in advance. Shut up and kiss me. Ooh, that's my number two. What? Did yep. we do it? We did it. Wow. Mary Chapin Carpenter bringing people together. What what a bold move to like, like, okay, the hook of this song is going to be me whispering the name of the song. You know? Yeah. That's it. But it's genius, though. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's probably one of those things where like people in the background are like, I don't know. And she's like, I know what I'm talking about. I'm Mary Chapin Carpenter. <laughs> MCC. Yeah, this one dropped. Uh, this was actually her first number. The first single dropped from Stones in the Road and her first number one hit, which is like, that's just, I can't believe she had to wait that long. Yeah. It's been too long since somebody whispered. Ooh. How catchy is that? It's good. I'm just saying that. Loves as much the symptom as the cure. Like, let it be known. That's what they say. That's what um, MCC says. I want like an ACDC style shirt, but it just has <laughs> MCC. MCC. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and anytime that somebody got it without me having to explain, I'd just be like, we're friends now. You, we're, we're friends, yeah. I appreciate that you appreciate Mary Chapin Carpenter. <laughs> Well, I, I'll be honest. I think that I feel pretty confident that if we linked and matched number twos, I think that we might have done it again for number one. I don't think there's any way around it. I don't think so. I mean, my my question for you, though, is, are you feeling lucky, punk? I, I feel <laughs> so lucky. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. We had to. Number one, for both of us, I feel lucky. Be yeah. yeah, so uh, once again, pinned by Mary Chapin Carpenter. Yeah. Top five track on the country charts. And talk about a jam. Like It's so good. Oh, gosh. I have listened to this song so, so many yeah, times same. within like the past month. And, you over know what? And, over. and I'm not gotten tired of it yet, and no. I probably won't ever. No. Like, I'm secretly like practicing this song for the whenever the next time I get the opportunity to do karaoke <laughs> yes this song is happening <laughs> that's so good so i've been trying to memorize the lyrics as i listen you know and obviously like every time i listen through these tracks that i've had set aside for this episode this is number one hands down yeah like no question it is a standalone track for me of what she has in her library i mean and i too love burritos barks. and barks root yeah. here so that's that's how i know that i'm know that she's a good person is yeah. that she didn't just say a root beer she said barks she didn't say mug no no caffeine free like get that. garbage to pour down get the sink out of no. here barks is all that matters went in the root beer world yeah sorry mug root beer for dragging you through the mud but it's, it's not the same <laughs> it's not at all 
But in when I was in high school, my go to snack was um, you go to the snack machines in uh, Chapmanville High School, which is no longer there. But um, you know, you old like thirty plus year old people like us will remember exactly where the snack machines and pop machines were. I would go get a Barks Fruit beer mm-hmm. and a um, Rice Krispie treat. That was the move. solid. Those. The, that's a match made in heaven right there. It's a good snack. It's a good snack. Is it healthy? Oh, yeah. Mm. Top of the... Yeah, that gets you a serving of everything probably, right? Yeah. I mean, got your grains in there. Yeah. Sugar. Sugar. Uh, <laughs> snap, crackles, pops. Root, that's yeah. probably something. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make you feel alive nonetheless when you yeah, eat it. Yeah. 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 And absolutely great sugar buzz going. It'll get you feeling lucky. I'll tell you oh, that easily. Yeah, nothing yeah. else. <laughs> the power of the barks. <laughs> the man, I, I'm I'm really curious as to how they got the lines where, um, you know, when she's at the bar and she's bought everybody. She bought the waitress a new car. Yeah, bought the waitress a new car. You know, Dwight Yoakum's in the corner trying to catch trying her. To catch her eye. And then uh, Lyle Lovett's right beside her. Yeah. With his hand upon her thigh. And I just wonder how that line happened. Like, I want to know, is this personal experience? Is this... Or is this just really good creativity? Good rhymes or (laughs) good times, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Or both. I would love to know how they felt the first time they heard this song. They, I mean, the song is so good that they... Whether they felt strongly about it or hated it or whatever. The song is so good that they had to have been like, you had to enjoy hey, it, right? She's like, <laughs> she's like, it's a hit. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to be said. It's Mary Shaver Carpenter. It's an amazing song. Okay. I'll, I will say this about this song. The more I've listened to it, mm. this rings true for me. Maybe not for everyone else, but people sort of, there's a universal agreement or understanding. I think in humanity that everyone feels like, Shania Twain's Man, I Feel Like a Woman is the ultimate kick a door down, unstoppable energy, nothing's going to hold me back Mm -hmm. song, right? Yep. Well, I think that there's a strong case to be made for Mary Chapin Carpenter's I Feel Lucky. I agree. I think that for me, that it carries that energy more so. Yeah. That against all warnings, no matter what the universe had to say to her, she's like, Nah, no big deal. I feel lucky. Yeah, and on top of all that, she thinks astrology is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I totally support yeah. her in that thought. Hey, she said the stars <laughs> might lie, but hey, the, the numbers, numbers never, never do. do. <laughs> this episode sponsored by the Powerball. No. <laughs> West Virginia Powerball. Powerball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally agree. This song, I mean... It's going to get you pumped up. It's going to make you want to quit your job and go to the park and just have yeah. a day, man. Burritos. Burritos until I pass out. Yeah. Yep. Burritos and Barks Root Beer. Keep them, keep them coming. Take me to Chipotle. <laughs> Down to the paradise city of Chipotle. <laughs> also, just like how wild that this lines up that just in like a 30 years time that she's like, oh, the pot's 11 million. 
And literally the day the current value of the Powerball pot is like a billion dollars, yeah. an actual billion dollars. <laughs> I saw who was it that um that bought like all of their employees Powerball tickets yesterday. Somebody ran like raising canes or something like mm-hmm. that. Bought like all their <laughs> their employees Powerball tickets and apparently nobody won, so what? Probably Still going. Making it one enough to to ball to raising canes. Could be possibly you. <laughs> Man. MCC. I we we gotta make that shirt now. I just don't know what to because generally it would say like back in black under it. We yeah. Have to think of something else to put underneath. I feel lucky. I feel lucky. I feel lucky. In the font. In the, the same, same font, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Burritas and barks. <laughs> <laughs> For those about the barks, we, we salute you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> we would sell five of those yeah. only and be so proud that we yeah. did. Yeah, <laughs> there's a market out there. Those are for someone. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, this is this has been fun. This has been every bit of as much fun as I thought this episode would be. Yeah, easily. <laughs> Yeah, Mary Chapin Carpenter. Yeah, go uh, go find all of these choices of ours. Whether yes. you think it's good or bad choices, go find these on our Chattahoochee Top Tracks playlist on Spotify and let us know if, if there's something we missed. Yeah, if we missed one of your favorite um, Carpenter hits, share it. Let us know. We'll add it to the playlist. Yeah. And yeah. also... New tracks on the newer the nineties for y'all to jam. Uh, I'm gonna be checking out the ones that Casey shared because I haven't heard those. And yeah, there's, that one is growing quite a bit too. There's a ton of songs on there now to enjoy. Absolutely, absolutely. That's another playlist. I mean, you can just hit shuffle on that that bad boy, yep. and you can just just go. Man, there's just solid gold on there. Absolutely, absolutely. As always. You know, check us out on the socials. We are we're on TikTok, we're on Facebook, and we're on Instagram, dropping memes very often. And yeah. every once in a while, we'll uh, we'll remember to upload something on Twitter, but not very often. So don't go look for that. Yeah. One. <laughs> I haven't tweeted in many of them. It's been it's been a it's been a hot minute since I've gotten into the Twitter world, but um. Yeah, we love you guys. We appreciate you. And, um, you know, we're thinking about you every day and night. Always. Always. Always, yeah. Yeah, go check those out. Follow us on the socials. And um, head on over to what whatever your uh, listening, your podcast listening pre- preference is, your uh, whatever platform you like. There will be a way to give us a rating. Yes. And sometimes you can even leave it a review, like over on iTunes or whatever that uh, that's called these days. Leave Apple us a Podcast. Good review. Yeah. Yeah. Apple Podcast. Leave us leave us a review, like a good one. And um we'd <laughs> be much obliged. And um uh, yeah, give us some uh, five star ratings. It does does wonders for the algorithm, they say. So yeah, it'll put us in front of more people that Share the same love of Nani's country. Just yes. Like we That's what we need. Let's all share it together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well we love you guys. And um, thanks for listening. Yeah. And hey, if, if you find yourself feeling lucky, 
head on out and treat yourself. Get yourself a burrito, a Barks, and you might as well grab a Powerball ticket while you're at it if you feel that lucky. If if you are a winner, like I said earlier, our DMs are open. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to be the sponsor of Chattahoochee yeah. Podcast. I mean, if you win <laughs> and you listen to this episode, like, we kind of talked you into going out and getting. It's true. So, I mean, like, come on, like. You can't spend a billion dollars. There's no way. I even tried. <laughs> Write a check to Dell and Brennan <laughs> and Mary Kay from Carpenter. <laughs> I feel lucky, man. Very. I feel lucky. Very lucky. <laughs> right, well, we love you guys. Till we meet again. Yeah, later days. Hey, it's closing time, man. You ain't gotta go home, but you can't stay here.